What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at it with a brand new episode. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Took a little vacation, some time off down in uh, PR, you know, did my thing, ate some great food. Looking forward to uh, going back. Yeah, that's, you that's, the hard, that's the hard part, man. Coming back from vacation is always tough. Yeah, when you come that first time, first few days you come back, you don't want to do nothing. You're just, no. like, well, you're just like, why am I here, man? Why, why did I just come back? What, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing with ourselves here? Yeah, definitely makes you reevaluate things. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, just got back from a, a short trip down to North Carolina. We had to hop right back into it today, you know. Oh yeah, that's what I said. It makes sometimes you're just like, man, I wish I could either freeze time or or uh, hit the lotto, so I ain't got to work. <laughs> the whole going back to work thing is uh, not enjoyable. But nah, that's what we got to do. I said, let's hit the lotto, rob some banks. Robbing banks is not a, a good sport, a good uh, profession right now. <laughs> No, it is not. So, I mean, let's get right to it, man. Let's get to it, man. We got the NBA Finals in full effect. Uh, so far, the series is tied one-one. Celtics versus the Warriors. How you feeling? How you feeling about your team, man? You guys took one uh, at Golden State. Did what you need to do. How you feeling about them? I feel pretty good. I mean, they got some stuff to clean up still. You know, it's kind of been a theme this this uh, entire playoffs. The turnovers. You know, when they when they have more than fifteen turnovers, they they just get you know run out of the building essentially. I think under fifteen turnovers, they they haven't lost a game yet. So you can see it when they're playing. You got to keep the turnovers down. You, you can't give Golden State extra possessions, obviously, uh, with the way that they shoot the ball. I think get, getting that split was huge, getting the game one win, you know, against a pretty proven championship team uh, was was a big confidence booster for the Celtics. And even when, you know, getting that win when Jason Tatum didn't play his best was huge for them. So, yeah, coming back to Boston, you know, we talked a little about it today. You know, I think it, it's nice to get two. Definitely got to get the split, though, and, and, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good about them right now. You know the the the, the Golden State just in general scares me the way they can get hot. Uh, you saw it last night. I mean they were just cruising, um, hitting three pointers in that third mm-hmm. quarter. Uh, really took over the game. And then and then you got Draymond uh, mucking it up with everybody. <laughs> you know he 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 probably should have been ejected. I think regular season game he probably gets ejected. Uh, I don't really care for you know them doing the the nonsense double technicals in the playoffs. So I didn't mind mind it, but yeah, I mean, he's just—he seems like getting away with a lot. He was a little, you know, proud of himself after the game, uh, you know, bragging about how he gets the calls because he's a, you know, he's been there before. He's a, he's a champion, so um, I, I would expect that you we're gonna probably see two quick fouls on Draymond uh, on Wednesday night. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think the NBA refs are gonna take uh, kind to that. Um, no. I mean, you guys got a chance. I mean, you guys did what you needed to do. Uh, now you guys pretty much got home court. I mean, these next two games are going to be very important for you guys. Like I said, you guys have to pretty much that first half is going to be big for you guys. Mm-hmm. If you guys play good those first two quarters, it'll help you. Uh, like if you get ahead, or honestly, I don't. I can't even say you. You got to keep it close because the main thing is with Golden State in that third quarter. That's when they put it on. 
That's what that they always create that separation in that third quarter. But I mean, you guys will have the uh, home court advantage. I mean, you guys have been playing great defense. Uh, you know, Clay's been struggling. So uh, you know, hopefully uh, for you guys, you know, hopefully you can keep him struggling. Um, but I mean, but once he figures that out, it's gonna be hard for you guys to uh, overcome that, especially with uh, Steph not shooting that great, but still putting up the points. But it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I, like I said, I think there's gonna go seven. I'm looking forward to some great basketball in this finals. Um, I would like to, you know, it would be nice if they could, uh, the Celtics could close it out in six on home court. But, you know, they've 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 uh, shown their battle tested and can win that game seven if necessary. But let's take this one game at a time, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great to see. It's a lot riding for I want to say a lot riding, but um, opportunity for some uh, legacies to be cemented um, on Steph Curry's side if he wins. I mean, he'll be tied with LeBron. Um, that means he'll have uh, two by himself. Then I have two with uh with KD. Um, as as dominant as LeBron's been, uh, he's been one of the uh, people that changed the game during our during our uh, I won't say lifetime, but during the early, our later years of uh, watching NBA basketball. And then uh, probably cement him in the top ten, even though I probably think he's there now. But that top ten is going to be harder and harder to uh, uh, negotiate uh, for people's top ten now. If he uh, wins another one, then you got Tatum on the other side opportunity to prove um you know he's the next up becoming superstar even though i think he is but you know it's, it's hard when you when you don't have a championship you gotta sometimes you just need that championship just to you know get that monkey off your back so i mean yeah, this opportunity yeah this is opportunity for him to cement that go down in uh Celtic history and then well he's like 25 now so he's, he's got a lot of basketball left ahead of him so less than that i think he's 23 oh damn he came in at 18 right yeah. 18, he 17. Is, he just turned 24. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. He's got another 10 years. <laughs> but, but you want to definitely get it out now. Yeah, you don't. You can't let opportunities slip by, right? I mean, guys say that all the time. They thought they'd be coming back, you know, again and again, and then some. Some guys never make it. I mean, look at Dan Marino. I mean, I know it's a different sport, but he got to. You know, the Super Bowl is rookie year. You thought, wow, this is what it's like, and, and he never went back. So um, you, just, you never know what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. Anything can happen. So when you get there, you got to capitalize, and this is a spot where, where the Celtics need to capitalize. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, these next games. Next game is on uh, Wednesday. So I, ha- I hate that they put the game so far apart, though. I feel like it's uh, – Yeah. I understand they want to get some players some rest and, you know, the players travel time between games, but – I feel like it's all, I feel like it's almost a whole week without a game. Yeah, it's the the you know the multiple days in between I think is unnecessary. They could have went you know easily could have went Thursday, Saturday, and if you want to give them an extra travel day, then you go Tuesday you know Tuesday, Thursday again. So um, I don't know why I don't know why they did this where you know you get the three days off, but the next two games are a day apart in Boston. Maybe they do it just to time it out on the weekend to try to try to uh, get the. NBA viewing schedule on the weekend I guess. to get more views, but I mean, who knows? And then in uh, other news, the NBA, in the NBA, the Lakers get their head coach. I don't, I don't, I don't think this is going to help them out much. I mean, we talked about it before. I still think they're going to have to move some pieces, move Westbrook, but it doesn't seem like the uh, Lakers are looking to do that. I also see they signed uh, Rasheed Wallace as an assistant coach. Maybe they do that to help Anthony Davis, but. Uh, it seems I don't I don't know if Rasheed Wallace is going to be the person that's going to be able to get to Anthony Davis. Yeah, you know I I think they're I I actually don't know what the Lakers are trying to do. It looks like they're probably trying to get a younger 
uh, coaching staff in there that's more relatable to to the players, I guess. But as long as LeBron's there, I, you know, I don't think it really matters. You know, and this is no shot at Darvin Ham. I just don't think it, it really matters um, while he's there. You saw it in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, and Spolster turned out, obviously, to be one of the you know best coaches in the NBA. But while he was there, he was just getting overrun left and right. I mean, um, so I think we'll we'll see, you know, maybe Rasheed, like I said, she could get to that. You know, Anthony Davis, you know, I think he's actually a, a, probably a good asset for him. But other than that, I just I, I don't think it really I don't think it really matters. Yeah, I mean the West is pretty much loaded. I mean it's gonna be a fight for them, so we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens. But I mean uh, speaking of LeBron, uh, he finally hits the billion the billionaire mark. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he hit that a while ago. They just announced it now. <laughs> I know uh, with all with all the stuff he has going on. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Since he's the first, I'm uh, I think we're gonna see a lot more coming up within the next years. A bunch of, like a domino effect just because there's so much money in the nba now uh, all these players have a bunch of different avenues where, where they can make money um some for some even more outside of what they're making right now in the nba so especially for the the new up-and-coming stars in the nba mm-hmm. yeah you see some of the cash these guys are making with the super maxes now i mean you're looking at a 250 270 million dollar deal here for five years so um it's gonna happen quicker and quicker with some of the better players yeah because soon soon there's gonna be a supermax gonna be like 500 500 million <laughs> and then, uh, which, which is gonna be crazy especially with these nils so i mean they're gonna be making money from uh before they even get to the nba for some for some yeah and then uh also in the nba we had uh the utah jazz coach he resigns that means there's a chance your boy donovan mitchell is going to be out of there so uh <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, man. Hopefully we get another spicy NBA offseason. But I'm not sure what they do. I don't, I'm not sure where they go as far as coaching. And I feel like people don't want to coach in Utah, man. It's just, just, just Utah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it's they got a decent team, so it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be a bad place to coach. I think the ownership is fine there. Uh, that's typically what, what coaches are looking for um, these days, right? I mean, obviously you want to win. They're a perennial playoff team. We know that, you know, they're frauds a little bit here. So, you know, yeah, so in the maybe they, yeah, maybe they break it up or something. Or maybe you see the right coach to come in and mix it up a little bit. So I thought Quinn did a good job, but you could tell he was kind of wearing down there at the end. He looked, yeah, pretty, kind of, he looked pretty distraught in some of those final press conferences. Yeah, kind of like feel like he's uh, falling on deaf ears. Yeah. Feels like, uh, you know, they need a, a, a new voice in our locker room to get to some of those players. Like you said, a great team can uh, put it together in the playoffs. But they did have some tough matchups. But for me, I just wonder if uh, if that means uh, Mitchell might leave. Because he's been, he's been spending a lot of time in New York. So Everyone spends a lot of time in New York, Rich. Hey, you got to keep hope alive as a Knicks fan. So. <laughs> right, and uh, on the MLB, not too much here to cover. Your boy Joe Girardi got fired from the Phillies. Uh, stinking it up. They thought uh, <laughs> they thought uh, he would have a more in the higher position as far as the division right now they're like sitting at 500 close to 500 but i think they did win six in a row that's unfortunate but other than that the braves they start winning some games they're back almost at 500 yeah they are they're 20 28 and 27 now oh so yeah i mean they had a, a five game i think they won five or six straight too and then uh yeah i mean yankees still doing what they do holding on the first spot the Mets actually are like a game or two up on uh, the Dodgers. So, I mean, it's not not too much uh, going on in baseball. 
No, you know, it's been it's been fairly quiet. I mean, for things are going like you said, the Yankees keep winning. Um, the Red Sox have gotten it back to 500. They're playing some some decent baseball. Uh, the AL East is strong. I mean, you got the Blue Jays and the Rays both above 500. You know, outside of that, the AL is it's pretty weak. I mean, the Astros uh, again are doing their thing down down there in Houston, and the Twins have been have been pretty good for the most part this year. Everyone else is under 500. <laughs> I mean, they're just beating each other up. The Angels have lost 11 in a row. They're getting they're getting pounded. Uh, Mike Trout has gone 26, I think 26 at bats without a um, without a hit or without getting on base. So his, his average dropped from like 330 to 275. Uh, it's hurting my fantasy team. Uh, so <laughs> <coughs> I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's the the AL is kind of a little bit of a mess right now, to be honest. Yeah, man. I mean, we just uh, as I said, Elfie will pick up uh, for some of these teams. Um, some of these teams have playoff aspirations. See if anybody could create some separation, or uh, or if it just stays how it is now, as far as uh, you know, the top teams being the top teams. But um, I think normally it gets a little heated or uh, or spicier. As we get closer to uh, the playoffs, because uh, teams are fighting for the position, so yeah, I think the you kind of start to weed out some of the the, the bad teams here towards the end of June, early July, and then yeah, then uh, you know the, the late summer months bring on the uh, the pennant races. Oh yeah, then looking forward to seeing uh, you know what they do for the All Star game because uh, I feel like the MLB is uh, trying to trying to make it better. Uh, I feel like they've been doing a, a better job each year. Attention and um, uh, eyes to the MLB All-Star Weekend. So, Yeah, I, th- I think it's starting to really hit uh, all over. You know, NBA is, you know, I think they're kind of ahead of the game a little bit. They've And they've kind of turned theirs into like a, almost like a glorified dunk contest. But they have the All-Star Weekend. Now they're they're trying to figure out how to make the, uh, the side events more appealing for the pros. Um, the NFL is looking into, you know, what they can do. That's always been the toughest one because you don't, you know, you don't want to, to put on the full pads and, and hit and do all that, but you can't really play football without that. So, you know, I think the NFL is really looking into how to amp up the, the Pro Bowl and the, and, and the MLB is kind of ever since the, uh, the, the uh, what was it, the tie games fiasco, mm-hmm. they've, re- they've really been trying to, again, modify things too so, so that we, uh, it's a little more entertaining. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if um, if the if NFL did like a celebrity game, a celebrity flag football game, if uh, that would draw some more attention to it. Maybe. Yeah, I, I could see that. But you never know. Um, never know. Because you gotta get the people to to play, and not uh. You see not, that, that's the, that's the hard part. Yep. But I, mean, I think if you got like some old some older uh, NFL stars. Like a Jerry Rice, or uh, I'm sure Brett Favre would do it. Uh, to do it like a flag football um, celebrity game, and then you get a few celebrities in there. Like uh, I don't want to say like The Rock, but I feel I feel like some of those people, the players that the, the people that you really need to draw them in. I mean, it's going to cost you a lot, but I feel like the NFL has deep enough pockets to to make that happen. Yeah, I think they can. Then uh, on the NHL, uh, we got the. Uh, Games going on right now. I mean, the Rangers, they uh, surprised everybody. They're up uh, 2-1, should have been up 3-zip on uh, <laughs> on uh, the Lightning. But uh, Lightning hit one uh, 
I won't say at the buzzer, but kind of at the close. buzzer. Yep, pretty close to the buzzer. I mean, right now, I mean, we're gonna have to. I mean, they, if they, they keep playing the way they're playing, I mean, they got a fighting chance, man. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Yeah, I think they've really surprised this uh, Tampa Bay squad. Uh, I felt I feel like Tampa Bay thought they were just gonna come in and, and roll them over, but uh, uh, this young New York team is uh, is really fighting to get back to back to the cup. Is uh, how's uh, how's uh, what's the vibe like in the in the city? I mean, everybody's excited, man. Uh, especially if you're a ho- hockey fan. The one thing that's going right in New York right now, outside of uh, the Yankees. But I, f- I feel like uh, people, I don't think people really have high expectations. Um, they're just enjoying the moment right now. But I'm looking forward to seeing what they could do. Like you said, young team. Not, I wasn't really expected expected to get this far. You know, hopefully they could not, hopefully this isn't like a like the Knicks season, the last season where they made the playoffs. <laughs> people were expecting a lot this, uh, this coming year that we didn't get in the playoffs. So, you know, hopefully they can continue the momentum and, uh, you know, keep it going. Yeah, no, that that would be, uh, you know, you, you never know. Again, this is a, a, another thing, right? Just like we talked about earlier, Celtics. You just never know if you're what's going to happen with your team. So when you're on, you're on the precipice, and you can, if you can get get there and and do some damage, you got to do it. Yep, most definitely. On the other side, I mean, we got Colorado, pretty much making light work of uh, the Oilers. They're up right now, three zip. They're up right now, one zip. Uh, game four. So I'm probably expecting them to put them away. I mean, this team has just been dominating everybody. They've been playing pretty much. In the playoffs, probably one of the favorites to win it. Um, out of out of the four teams left, just a, just the way they've been playing, uh, offense and defense. So I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, whoever gets passed out of the, the the Rangers and the um the Lightning to see how uh, they're going to match up against this Colorado team. Yeah, I mean this the Colorado team is they're a wagon. I, you know, I think we were saying it from from the beginning here. You know, they they led the they led the, the league in points. They're they're steamrolling. You know, was probably the second best team in the NHL and, and the Oilers right now, and they're really finding their groove. Um, so I, you know, I don't know how well they'll match up with the Rangers if the Rangers to make it. You know, Tampa's probably more well. Yeah, prepared for them. Yep. Prepared, or, you know, or could probably handle them better. But you never know. You know, I think that's the one good thing about a young team is that mem- the memory isn't there. They don't have any, you know, any other experience. So just go in and and and, and just go to town. Yeah, they're just playing. They're just playing on. Uh... On blind faith, without any uh, care in the world, nothing to lose, no expectations. So, mm-hmm. which is fun to watch, kind of like the Memphis, like the Grizzlies team. You know, if they would have had John Moran, would have been a, I think it would have been a more interesting uh, outtake. You know, in the playoffs. But like I said, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens. Yep. Uh, the 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 Bruins fired their head coach this afternoon. How are you guys feeling about that? Uh, you know, I. They should have fired the the GM and and maybe Cam at president. You know, I think that mm-hmm. the front o- front office decisions have been questionable in terms of signings and and uh, drafting. But he it seemed like he was probably a fall guy. I don't know. I you know I think he was the least of their concerns, unless you know unless the you know he's pretty hard on uh, he's pretty not hard he's pretty open about how you know things are going, especially with the media and everyone. So I don't know if maybe some of the older uh, tenured players kind of got sick of it, but I didn't. I didn't think this was the right move to to be honest. Well, where would you like to see the team go in the in during the off season? I mean, you guys pretty much got one of the best centers and uh, left and right wing. So yeah, well, the problem is, you know, the, the <laughs> Patrice is going to be thirty seven or thirty eight. So 
he's got, if he even plays next year, he's probably got one or two years at the most. Um, the problem is not by not drafting well, there's no one really to, to, to come in there and take over. And, and frontline centers are, are tough to get. You can't just go sign them in free agency because everyone wants them. It's like uh, mm-hmm. like a good point guard, right? Yep. So they need to get younger, obviously, with, with Patrice and Marshawn getting a little bit older. And you're starting to see that on the back end, McAvoy. They got a young young core on the, on the defense, and, and the goalie, uh, Swayman, is is young. So uh, just got to get younger on, on the um, on the offensive side of the puck, and then they got to they they got to make some good depth signings, which they haven't done in the past five or six years. Yeah, but I feel like you guys are always in the mix, uh, especially are. when it comes to playoff time. So and and I'm that's sure. why that's why you know I think it's I, I don't think the coach is the problem because he's kind of you know, had to make lemonade with the lemons that he was given and he's done a, he's done a great job. So, you know, I think they think they've, they've been knocked out of the playoffs because they've just run into to better teams. I feel like the, with the right coaching staff, you know, and a few uh, adjustments here and there, maybe, a, maybe a, a spark of young talent, bring out some of the best from some of these older guys and help you guys get right back in the mix. Yep. gentlemen i know y'all missed it got another edition of uh jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so this this is another one uh where where i didn't do the cooking but i want to get your take on uh on this so again we're just coming back from north carolina as far as you know southern style dishes rich Mm -hmm. um, what's one that you you may have been surprised that you actually liked, and then I'll give you my take. Surprised that I might have liked? Yeah, hmm. something something that that is really only made in the South, and you went down there, and and maybe you had a dish, and you were surpri- you were just surprised, like you know, it was something we can't get up up here, and you know, like something like grits or something like that. But is there anything that that, that really kind of surprised you? Um, so I, I this is not really a Southern dish, but. I'm, I'm gonna get a little freaky with it, right? So, um, I was surprised that uh, alligator wasn't that bad okay. down in, down in New Orleans. That wasn't really bad. If I had to say something that surprised me, uh, but that's not really considered a southern dish. Well, you don't get it up here. Um, but I, but I feel like most other normal southern dishes, like my family's either cooked or I've learned about mm-hmm. um, or I've tried. Like I've tried chicken feet. I don't I don't mm-hmm. know a lot of people like that. But in other dishes, I mean grits. That's like a staple standard. That, um, yep. You know, among my family, that would be the only one I would say that surprised would be the alligator. But that's not really a southern dish. All right. So my mine has been and, and just reaffirmed again on this trip was fried green tomatoes with pimento cheese. It's well, something you that's can, another you yeah, that's another good one that you, you really don't have often. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one too. And we don't have it up here, and I don't really like tomatoes. Um, but for whatever reason, <laughs> when it's a fried green tomato and you toss a little, uh, you know, chipotle mayonnaise or whatever sauce they put on top of that remoulade sauce, yep. and then uh, a little pimento cheese, and it's it's actually delicious. Well, if you think about it, it's kind of like the the um, which one, the tomato and mozzarella one, but it's just fried. Yeah, but even in even with the caprese, I don't really love the tomato part of it. But I, th- I think I think the tomato has to be like firm, crisp. Yeah, before like otherwise it's not really en- enjoyable. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think for fried green tomatoes, I think it's just a little more. Um, I think there's there's more leeway, like you said. I think with a caprese, with a raw tomato, I think you need need to have it very crisp and good. Whereas, you know, I think you can kind of get away with a little with the with the fried frying of the tomato. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because the, the the frying is going to harden it a little bit, it's going to get a little crispier on the outside. So, but that's definitely one that's uh, one of those that you don't get to have often. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? All right, so this is this is separate from that, but um, I just got the uh, so one of the there's a brewery up in Maine called Barreled Souls, uh, just outside of Portland, and <laughs> probably had I don't know a ton of their beer, and, and it's they they have basically in 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 my opinion it's either really really good and amazing, or it's like one of the worst beers you ever had. And then it's a it's a split, and you know it immediately. It's not one I've never had a beer from them where you're like, oh, that's that's okay. It's either God, that was awful, or man, that beer was great. So uh, one of the things that they do every year is they have um, uh, a, a big stout release. It's their Stay Puff series, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really they're really delicious. Every you know every everyone I've ever had has been good, but they did a <clears throat> this year for for um for the release they have a peanut butter stay puffed so basically it's a it's a peanut butter stout they had a little marshmallow fluff and peanuts and you know it's a it comes in at 12 percent and it's uh it was actually you know delicious they they did a great job on this one you know really you know really uh get that that peanut butter flavor out of it it's a little on the sweet side but not like overly bear uh, overbearingly sweet uh, okay. so yeah i just felt like you know they did it they did a, they did a good job with this one so i i you know i'd probably give it a an 8.5 oh that's pretty good that's a that's a uh, staple right there yeah no it was they did so this one the, the state puff series they usually do pretty good they had a, a couple different varieties this year they did a blackberry jam that, that i got um and then they did a couple of uh bourbon barrel aged that i that i didn't get um but uh overall you know i thought I thought it was great beer. It was, I think, a little bit better than last year's version. But yeah, it was, it was delicious. So, would you say that's one of the best uh, peanut butter based ones you uh, you ever had? This is probably the the best peanut butter stout I've ever had. Yes. Nice. Would you uh, get a little freaky with it and mix that one with that with the jam one? <laughs> I don't know. That's actually, I got one of each left. I mean, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. I popped in my head. Maybe uh, like a peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, like about a, a PB a PB and J. Uh, Stout. It's not a bad idea to try. Not sure what to call it though. I think you got to call it something <laughs> better. I think PB and J sounds corny. Like maybe you got to. It does, yeah. You can't say, yeah. Let me get a PB and J. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, for this week, uh, just uh, some stuff I caught up on. Maybe you yeah, had the staircase still watching it. Not gonna lie, man. It's getting my it's getting my interest now. Speaking of my interest. They yeah, went from, uh, you're in. Yeah, they went from uh, the husband did it to now something else did it. Now it could possibly be somebody else. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I didn't see the documentary like you did, so I'm sure you know the outcome. But the way this is unfolding, man, uh, is it, looking it's looking like uh, it's looking like I think he got out. But the way it's looking, man, uh, it's giving us a, a lot of uh, uh, who done it now. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how this uh, ends up. I think. Uh, there's like episode eight coming up, so definitely something you could check. It starts off kind of slow, but um, it's definitely picking up now. It's getting kind of crazy with all this stuff going on too. So okay, and then uh, finish uh, the outer range. That's the uh, show that uh, is by the producers of um, Yellowstone. Pretty much about a guy that's living on a ranch, and uh, he just discovers some stuff on his ranch, kind of about the stuff. It's pretty much his uh, 
his journey of the discovery of uh, the stuff he discovered. I don't want to give it away what he discovered because uh, it's kind of like the whole point of the show. But there's only eight eight episodes. The eight episodes kind of I want to say kind of like a cliffhanger. <laughs> they don't really. Everything's pretty much open ended. Some stuff that uh, as you watch through the season, you kind of predict on early on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like midway through probably. But I like the way they put it together. But it still leaves a lot of uh, open ended questions of what's to happen based off of uh, some of the stuff they discover and some of the things you find out about certain people of uh, how it gets from A to B, so to say, in, in the, uh, there's some of the stuff they show in the season. Don't want to give it away. Okay. And then outside of that, I mean, we had the boys, they had the first three seasons on, on uh, Amazon prime. You won't believe this rich, but I watched season one, episode one. Oh man. How, <laughs> uh, how, how did you not like it or like it? I love this. That's great. So- I mean, I, I'm in because it gives it gives a uh, I feel like a reality, a reality check to super superheroing. Yes. So it touches can, like can I ask one? Can I ask one question? Yeah, because I may have watched season three, episode one for a little bit before realizing what I was doing. Uh-huh. Um, why are there so many head explosions? <laughs> why are heads exploding all the time? Well, so in and <laughs> in, in, in season three, episode one, the other head explodes because uh the dude goes inside the, the, the other dude's joint and uh, he ex- he like goes big again. But mm-hmm. some of it's not head exploding. Some of it's like bodies exploding. Well, either one. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. That, but that's the thing. I think that that's the uh, the reality of a superhero. And like if some of these people have, you know, s- such superpowers, there's going to be a bunch of casualties. Like even when you watch cartoons and you know you see them fighting yeah. uh, the bad guys, they're running into buildings, but they're not showing you all the people that was in the buildings or you know right. people that were standby when uh, stuff happens. So I think that's kind of cool. Sometimes yeah, it's kind of funny. Kind of funny too. Funny, yeah. Oh yeah, when uh, he was holding his girlfriend's hand and homeboy just ran by her. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, and then her intestines are just sitting there. Yeah, he's he's holding her uh, dead arm in his hand. Yeah, that was just hilarious. That's that was a, the thing that got me. I was like, oh man, I got to check out, see what else the show is about. <laughs> but you definitely get a lot of that. I mean, it has a lot of good story. But it's it's also it is also like when you watch it, you it makes you think of like uh you know DC the DC verse, so to say, yeah. like you know Batman Superman. And it's crazy how they're doing a, a much better job with this than DC does with the movies, which is which is crazy. If uh, if if the DC um, you know movie verse was as good as this show, even not to the like the comedy like some of the action is good. So I mm-hmm. mean it would be it's crazy how much uh, of a I want to say it's like a ripoff, but uh, I I don't know what the terminology is for it uh, when they do like a uh, like an imitation of a of a show. Or uh, of something else that uh, this this uh, such of a good job that they're doing with this. But it's definitely mm-hmm. one of Amazon Prime's uh, best shows. I'm looking forward to uh, the upcoming episodes. I think they're dropping like one a week, like one a Friday. So uh, it's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be annoying because we gotta wait to get all the episodes. But they, <laughs> yeah. but they did put out the first three, but it's good. You, you'll enjoy because you got like two seasons to watch before you, you know. can get to the the third. By the time you get to the third, you can just binge watch it uh, straight through. Yep. No, you're right. And then um, we had uh, Stranger Things. They put seven episodes out. We kind of get uh, the origin of the um, the upside down, um, so to say. But I mean, I don't want to give anything else away. I don't know how. I don't know if you started watching it yet. Uh, three episodes in. Okay. 
Yeah, so I mean, so we just saw uh, the, the end of the last episode was when oh, what's the girl, the redheaded girl there? Uh, she, Matt, is there any Mac? I forget. Like, no, nah, yeah, uh, Mac or Maggie, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So she just saw, she's just saw the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's where where we are right now. Yeah, so you kind of get the origin all behind that. Some more backstory on Eleven, and then um, I, I I don't I don't understand why they said it was bad though. It, it was alright. I didn't I didn't think um. I understand what some of the critics were saying that uh, they felt like it was uh, too, like too hor- horrifying, or I don't know what they were trying to say. But I'm not gonna lie, some of the the kids, you could tell it's, it's time for them to end the series because uh, some of them, uh, you, you can't believe they stand on like elementary school. Some of these kids, the way they look, they're not they're ninth grade. I mean, Mike's in ninth grade. You know, those kids are in ninth grade, but yeah, they're starting to look a little older. That's for sure. Yeah, but I'm um, definitely looking forward to the second half of the, um, the season. We don't we're not getting that to like July. Mm-hmm. So um I just hope we get more action come come the second half based off uh some of the stuff we you learn about towards the ends of uh like episode six and seven of uh this season. Yep. And then outside of that, I'm trying to see what else uh there was uh watch the uh, ambulance. It was it was okay. Not something I really recommend. I think the engine was kind of uh I don't say stupid but pointless. Like I said, I don't want to give it away but it's not. It's not a ha- not really a happy ending, which defeats the purpose of the the movie. You can't rob a bank and for it not to be successful. Uh, right. Like w- what did I just watch? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, I don't want to really give it away. It's a lot of stuff in it that was uh kind of like unrealistic, but you know, I felt like they just threw a big a bunch of. Uh, it was a Michael Bay movie, so I felt like it was a bunch of uh you know how he does big big action, uh, explosions, bunch of stuff happening. But I felt like it kind of uh doesn't do it doesn't do the, the movie any justice uh especially on when you see the ending just like well, that's it overall i'll probably give it like a a, a 6.2 out of out of 10 okay uh, not some, something you'll watch once but you probably won't go back to like one of those things you know that will be on like tnt you'll pop it on um, check it out but after that you probably pretty much pretty much won't go back to it right 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 and then uh before i before i before i, I, I get into this how how did you rank uh Top Gun. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, no, the first one. How would I rank it? Yeah. Like on a one to ten. Yeah, like is this like, like what, what is the it, what was the big deal about Top like Top Gun it, one? It's just it's one of those cult cult classics. That's all it is. Uh, the original Top Gun. Um, who's talking to someone else about this? I think I I've seen the whole movie, but I've I've watched it in bits and pieces. I I I mean I'd probably give it a a six. You know, I, I just, you know, it doesn't somewhere in, you know, 6.1, maybe. I don't know. I it just mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really do it for me. I, I can see why some people like, you know, have, have gotten gotten in this cult classic and you got fighter planes and, and guys doing tricks and, and all that good stuff. And, you know, it's, it's some, something with I don't know, something with some of these movies like where you have especially like in 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 the Air Force or whatever, you got you know, a guy trying to teach someone how to do something and he's kind of mm-hmm. hard on them and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't know people just are drawn to that, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the new one yet. Yeah, man. Somehow I stumbled upon this new one. Uh, I really don't remember the first one. Like, uh, like you said, I remember bits and pieces of it, but like when you watch the second one, I feel like it's not really like it's short, uh, despite it being like, you know, two hours. I yep. still feel like the the story is short. Like he, they bring him back to train these people. He goes back to train them. 
They do like one little small mission. Um, in my opinion, it didn't seem like a difficult mission. Just I want to give it away, like what they had to do, but you know, they obviously had to strike a target. You know, they hit the target. Then all of a sudden, you know, now they fight against you know a few uh, other jet fighters. But it's not like it didn't seem like uh, it didn't seem like crazy impossible odds. But I also see how uh, it was a big budget movie because of a lot of the uh, stuff was done uh, without like stunt doubles. They did uh, like uh, from what I'm hearing, it seemed like all the actors had to learn how to actually fight, you know, jet fighters stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that was expensive. They had to pay for fuel and all that stuff. But overall, I probably thought it was I thought it was okay. It's probably one of those movies too. I'll watch once, probably won't go back to. Just because the the first one is a you know sequel to the second one, uh, Tom Cruise, you got to go give his movies a try. Uh, even though I still think some of his best movies were movies that weren't like the big budget ones. Like I, I still think Tomorrow was it Tomorrow um, Tomorrow World or whatever it was. I know the one you're talking about. I can't remember the name, but yeah, I know the one you're talking about. I feel like that was one of his uh, most recent best movies. Uh, even compared to the damn Mission Impossible, that you know they're coming out with another one because you know they put that preview in the movie before the movie <laughs> came on. But I mean, overall, it's probably one of those six, six, you know, between the six, six point five out of ten. Just not one of those. It, it didn't impress me, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm I, I'm not surprised. But like I said, definitely if you if you're a huge Top Gun fan, you probably enjoy it way more than I did. You get to see some of the old uh, the previous characters in the movie. And the first one that they have in the second one. But like I said, it didn't really impress me, man. Just uh, just was, uh, it seemed simple, like easy. Like it didn't seem like it was, uh, I don't want to say well written, but it didn't seem like it was like, they didn't really need to do a a, a sequel to this based off the, the storyline. Yeah, I could, I could see that for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's getting a lot of pub right now. I think everyone's kind of, I don't know if it's also part of the nostalgia, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on this one. Yeah, man. Another uh, big budget Tom Cruise movie that's going to get a lot of hype. You know, he's holding it down for the for the, some of the old action heads. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much it, man. I don't got anything else. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 